Our last speaker is uh, Michael Clegg. He is Professor Emeritus for Ecology and Evolutionary Biology at the University of California, Irvine. He will share with us highlights from the Americas. Thank you, Michael. Well, thank you. It's a privilege to be here. Um, I have the, the role of coordinating this project for all of the academies of the Americas, and I'll go ahead and describe the project. First, I'd like to say what's the challenge, and the challenges are listed here. The global population will grow by about 2 billion people between now and mid-century. Uh, it's FAO projects that there'll be a very large increase in food demand because of shifts to protein-rich diets. So the Americas part of this project was carried out by an organization called the Inter-American Network of Academies of Sciences. The map shows the location of the various academies that were involved. And we began with a real bottoms-up approach by asking each academy to help us commission a working group from within their country to write a assessment report on food nutrition security challenges within their country. Those were collected into a book. There are 20 chapters in the book. There are 20 academies that participated, including a, an academy for the Caribbean region. The book is available, it's about 650 pages. It's available for free online in both Spanish and English. And there were in total 232 experts who participated in writing this assessment document. There are also special boxes that address cross-cutting issues over the region. Finally, there was a standalone summary or synthesis report which was written from the assessment reports in the book, and it's the, one of the reports that you have here in front of you. And that also is available uh, free online in both Spanish and English. So a few basic statistics about the Americas. It's a, a very large region of the globe, uh, spans more than 14,000 kilometers from the Arctic to the Antarctic, covers virtually every conceivable environment from Arctic tundra, tropical forests, montane regions, extensive deserts. It actually is 28% of the land area of the globe, but it hosts only 13.5% of the human population. And therein is one of the important conclusions of the study. It's the statistic tells you that there is additional capacity in the Americas relative to other regions. Some additional statistics, about 9% of the land area in Latin America and the Caribbean is arable, about 38% is agricultural. That is, includes pasture and other regions. About 16.9% of U.S. land area was arable in 2014, having declined from 19.7% 50 years ago, because in the U.S. there's been a, a transition uh, away from agriculture towards urban and industrial uses, and this is especially pronounced in my own home state of California. Uh, Canada, on the other hand, has shown, shown a small increase in arable land from about 4.5% 4, 4 50 years ago to a little over 5% today. 
finally, the Americas is the most urbanized region of the world. More than 80% of the population in the Americas lives in urban settings. So what's the current role of the Americans in global food security? Latin America today is the largest net exporter of food in the world. But 18 countries in Latin America are net food importers. And the Caribbean, particularly the CARICOM nations of the Caribbean, import about 60% of their food supply, so they are very heavily dependent on production elsewhere in the Americas or in the world. North America, that is the US and Canada, are the second largest net exporters of food. Mexico is actually a net importer today. Aquaculture is an emerging food industry in many countries of the Americas. But marine resources, are, which are important to many of our countries, are threatened today. What's, what's the role of science, technology, and innovation? The quality of life in most countries of the Americas has improved substantially over the last quarter century, as measured, for example, by the MDGs. Much of this gain is the result of science, technology, and innovation, and of improved systems of governance in many of the countries of the region. But levels of investment in STI, levels of public investment in STI, are declining, and rates of yield growth are at best stagnant today. Environmental degradation is a major threat to food security in the Americas, especially as regards water resources and most critically groundwater resources. I'm just going to hit some high points. There's a great deal of granularity in a 650-page book about 20 countries, and so it's <laughs> just a few of the high points. Climate change, the projected impacts of climate change will negatively affect agricultural productivity in many highly productive regions of the Americas. Agriculture is a major producer of greenhouse gases and will need to be part of the solution. Nutrition and food choices. Adequate nutrition and foodborne diseases are a problem in all countries of the Americas, independent of their level of economic development. Non-communicable diseases are a major source of mortality and morbidity in many countries of the Americas, owing in part to the obesity epidemic. And this creates a large burden on public health systems. STI institutions. Large countries of the Americas have well-established scientific institutions, but there is a long-term trend of disinvestment. Smaller countries are less well positioned and require cooperation with the larger countries. Investments in human resources and in STI institutions will be essential to meet food and environmental challenges facing the next generation. The general conclusion, owing to an exceptional abundance of natural resources, the Americas are a privileged region. The region's wealth and agrobiodiversity, arable land, and availability of water all constitute major advantages for the future. These advantages are threatened by environmental degradation. 
It is hard to overemphasize the importance of governance and public policy in achieving both food and nutrition security and developing and sustainable and developing more sustainable agricultural policies. Consider, for example, the present situation in Venezuela, where an otherwise well-endowed country is suffering from food shortages owing to poor public policies. We wanted to single out the Caribbean region as a region of special vulnerability in the Americas. The Caribbean is the most vulnerable region in the hemisphere. There's a declining inventory of arable land, high population density, climate change, sea level rise, and extreme weather events are all big threats to the island nations of the Caribbean. The Caribbean is not self-sufficient in food production, and there is a trend of declining agricultural production. It is overly dependent on imported food supplies, and may, that, as a consequence, may lack adequate nutritional value. It also means that the Caribbean is vulnerable to events that occur elsewhere on the globe because it's dependent on imported supplies. So a final point, the Americas will be critically important in the future in feeding a world of 10 billion. The challenge for the Americas will be to retain the ability to feed and adequately nourish itself, as well as making an important contribution to the food supplies available to the rest of the world. So thank you. Thank you.